Lost in the Lyrics, the podcast where we discuss song lyrics and completely overanalyze them. I'm Claire, and today Elliot's not here today, so I'm joined by special guests, Catherine and Mackenzie. Hello! Hi. Friends from French class, I'm Catherine. And I'm Mackenzie. Um, and today we're going to get lost in the lyrics of Ice.Moon by SZA. Be sure to stay tuned afterwards for updates on my new project and for Catherine and or Mackenzie to match or try to match Elliot's enthusiasm about flags. Okay, so as you've heard, we have two guests today, um, Catherine and Mackenzie. Catherine, do you want to talk about how we met first? And then Mackenzie? Because I met you before Mackenzie. Yeah, so we met uh, on an occasion that I don't remember. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Um, was it French? No, was it English related? It was French freshman year. Oh my god, yeah. Sometimes you forget. I forgot all about French. French one. <laughs> yeah, French one. Neither of, us, neither of us knew anything about the French language. Except for maybe bonjour. Bonjour, bon appétit, bon appétit. <laughs> <laughs> Um, what's the other one? We. (laughs) (laughs) And then four years later, um, here we are. Yeah, here we are in a car. In a minivan at the beach. beach. (laughs) (laughs) Recording a podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Mackenzie? Uh, my first memories of you are from when we took that French class over the summer to try to get into French 3 because we're so, such nerds. And so we wanted to get, jump from French 1 to French 3. And so we took French 2 over the summer in this old building. What was that? What was that place called in Portland? That, the um, Alliance Francaise. Yeah, yeah. The Alliance French Francaise. Alliance. And um, we were stuck in that those little rooms together practicing French with that scary teacher. Yeah. Oh my god, I organized, or my mom Yeah, your mom organized. did. And yeah. fun fact, I didn't remember Mackenzie at all. <laughs> then, then I walked into the classroom of French 3, and Catherine was already sitting next to somebody else. Oh yeah, and I then, knew Catherine from, because we're in the same TA room, yeah. like homeroom class, and so I sat down. I guess I, I didn't I want to talk to either of you. <laughs> distinctly walking over because you were sitting in like the corner of the classroom like in the dark and I remember being like mm-hmm. <laughs> I remember this girl from this French class we took over the summer I'm gonna go talk to her Can and you so describe Claire like a termite <laughs> <laughs> okay. anyway so I sat down next to you and we sat next to each other all year and we became amazing friends and then yeah. we went to France together. then we went to France together all and three so, of us Aww. yeah <sighs> Yeah. That was an interesting time in my life. <laughs> Let's put it that it was way. An interesting time in everyone's lives. <laughs> yes, it definitely was. You and I, Claire, didn't have great French exchanges. No, we had kind of weird people. <laughs> Let's put it lightly. <laughs> they were kind of weird. Yeah. You kind of commiserated together, though. It was. Yeah. That worked out. Yeah. I um, think we should have switched. I think, you and I? Yeah. Yeah, we should have. Because can. I go into a little bit of detail. Sure. I don't I I I don't think that our French exchange students are listening to this. <laughs> well, my French exchange student was very um uh let's say isolated and she had her whole bedroom filled with dolls. 
And she she had a YouTube channel where she would play with the dolls, um, you know, and make little narratives for them. And side note, she was 19. Um, and Claire's... I don't uh, think, was she 19 then? Yeah, she was. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't remember that part. <laughs> and Claire's French exchange student was a kind of a secret partier and smoker <laughs> and pretty much the opposite of Claire. But like Catherine on the inside. Catherine? Yeah, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to try to refute that, but you're right. <laughs> okay. Um, so we have introduced a new segment on the podcast where, um, I'll usually talk about something that has to do with books, um, and then Elliot will talk about the last song she listened, so if you'd like to bring up either of those things right now as a fun little segment, not including the two songs that we listened to for the purpose of choosing the song for this podcast. Wait, so this is like the last song we listened to before coming here? Yeah. I'm currently addicted to You're Somebody Else by Farkash, and I don't know why. I just listen to it on repeat, like, over and over again. Interesting. The reason I recommended SZA is because I have recently been obsessed with Prom by SZA. I listen to it, and it just makes me want to dance so badly that it'll be, like, midnight, and I just look at my mom in her eyes, and I say, I need to go outside and get my boogie on (laughs) and so i go out to the side street beside my house and i blast prom by scissor and i just dance to it one time i actually got a massive bruise on my arm because i was dancing to it at work in a very small break room and then i fell on the dirty laundry hamper oh my god Um, well, that's pretty exciting. (laughs) I've been trying to slog my way through this thousand-page novel about London. Oh, wow. (laughs) Um, so, yeah, I've been trying to do that, um, and it's not going super well. Because... (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I'm, like, 200, 300 pages in, somewhere in there, and I'd like to finish it before I leave. Because it's a library book. Mm-hmm. And hopefully I am able to do that. But is there anything interesting about it? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's interesting, but it's just like, you know, historical fiction can sometimes be kind of slow. Yeah. And also it's spanning like over 2,000 years. What on earth? Wow. So what? it's like you follow a lot of different characters because... Like, generations past, you know? It's like, one chapter is about William the Conqueror's time, and then the next chapter is, like, 100 years later. Mm. You said 2,000 years and 1,000 pages. I was kind of thinking... Yeah, no, it's not like like a year per page or anything. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So, does anybody want to talk about their initial reaction to this song, Ice Moon? Well, I'll begin by saying the title is bizarre. That is true, yeah. It's, first of all, the words Ice Moon, which don't make sense together. And they don't appear anywhere in the song. No. So, 
Okay, also there's a period in between ice and moon. And I need to talk about this period because I don't understand it and I don't know why it's there. Is this, like, something she's doing for, like, a trend? I think it might be because we looked at we looked at um, the other songs in the album earlier. And there was some, but another song that had uh, a period in between the, the songs. Or the words in the song. Um... But it was Terror Dot Dome. Terror Dome. <laughs> yeah. Terror Dome and Ice Moon. And Ice Moon comes later in the track listing, correct? Yes. Ice Moon is number six and Terror Dome is number two. Funny. Are there any other na- songs with days in a name like that? No. Um, but given the only other song with two words is The Odyssey. Um, and that would be weird if it had a period in between. Mm. But it's weird if Ice Dot Moon has a period in between. Yeah, I know. It's just, It would just be more <laughs> weird if it was The Dot Odyssey. I suppose, I but it's it's not like an every song in the album type of thing. No. Which makes me think it's not a trend. Yeah. It has to mean something. I wonder if it's... So what do Terror Dome and Ice Moon have in common that or, distinguishes them from the rest of the track? Or it could just be, like, instead of using a hyphen, she decided to use a dot. Ice Moon... Sure. It reminds me of, you know, how, uh, like, when you create an Excel spreadsheet, mm-hmm. it'll automatically put on dot .xcel. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or dot .docx for, yes. for an, yeah. a Word document. Yes. Terror dot .dome. Ice dot .moon. <laughs> Another theory, perhaps it doesn't mean anything. It's maybe just what it could. Maybe files. Maybe <laughs> um, I first listened to this song last night when Catherine had suggested listening to or analyzing a SZA song, and so I listened to five top hits on the YouTube playlist of top hits of SZA, and this was one of the ones. Do you know what? I've and never I chose it. heard this song before. It's like 2013, I think it was. I want to know what the other top five were. Other ones? Um, I don't have the list with me. It's at home. But I can send it to you later. Okay. If you remind me. Because otherwise <laughs> I'll probably forget. Well, I'm just astonished that this was in the top five and I've never heard it well, before. Yeah, it wasn't top man. five. It was mm-hmm. like a playlist of, I think, probably like, I don't know, maybe a hundred songs or something. Mm-hmm. And then I just hit shuffle. Oh, so it's gotcha. not actually like top five, top five. <laughs> it's just one of the top. Well, songs. nonetheless, I think SZA is a beautiful artist, although it's kind of obvious that this is her more beginning work. It's from her album S. She also has an album called Z. <laughs> I assume she has an album called A. SZA? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And I don't know what that means. I don't know what her name means. Do what's her real name? Um, pizza. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> I actually um, don't know, but it could be her initials. Hmm. Although, what name begins with Z? Zoe. Yeah. <laughs> or anything. Or it could be, you know, sometimes people have like, instead of uh, like what. A, would be a first name as their middle name. They have, like, their mom's maiden name as their middle name or something. Yeah. Well, initial reactions to this song, 
uh, just the sound of it. To me, it sounds very... First of all, it sounds more SoundCloud than, like, yeah. professionally produced. Mm-hmm. And second of all, it's it's got the vibe of, like, stoner, you know what I mean? Yeah. When I listen to it, I, I imagine... I've never been high before. But if I was high, I imagine this is the kind of song I would want to listen to. <laughs> like, <laughs> it, that would be on the playlist. It is interesting, because... When I'm high. When you listen to it and you look at the lyrics, you don't think that the line breaks should be in the same places that they are in the lyrics. Oh, yeah. What do you mean? It was like... I mean, I don't know a good example, but, like, there was, like, a weird break in here. It was, like... I don't know. Like, the instead of the the last word and what they have as the line on these lyrics that we're looking to, seemed like it was more on the line after, and there was a break in between. Yeah. Yeah, the song I imagined when I was just reading the lyrics before I had heard it was much different than the song when I heard it. It wasn't anything like it. I imagined more upbeat, mm-hmm. I don't know, more poppy. This mm-hmm. the, the song was more, I don't know, like you said, SoundCloud. It was kind of new-agey. Yeah. 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 All right. Okay. So, Mackenzie, you're holding the lyrics in your hand, so do you want to read the first stanza and make sure that you're talking this way to the microphone? Yeah. Yeah, just the first stanza. Summertime sadness. I feel India in my bones. I can smell sunlight. I can feel the high line. Should I stop there? Should I continue? Do you know Um, There's a lot going on already. Yeah, that's what I was... Yeah. yeah. (laughs) That's the first four lines. Um, We'll start with that. Can't um, forget the title, Ice Moon. Yeah, Ice Moon. <laughs> ice Dot Moon. Yeah. <laughs> Feelings of winter time, mm-hmm. nighttime, mm-hmm. a little bit colder than daytime. Yeah, and here we go. First <laughs> word, summer summertime. And then third line, last word, sunlight. sunlight. High so, line. Wait a minute, I just read that wrong. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, well, first of all, Summertime Sadness, all were already coined by Lana Del Rey. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, at this time? Oh, 2013? 2013. That was about the same time. Yeah, we that was about school. the same time, because I remember listening to that a lot in 7th and 8th grade. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to keep up with the cool kids, and it didn't work. All right, we got two emos in the car. <laughs> Summertime Sadness. I can feel India in my bones. India's a very hot place. Yeah. <laughs> Known for uh, their winters. Near, <laughs> <laughs> <by> equator. <laughs> um, in um, my bones. I can smell sunlight. Again, we're coming back to maybe drugs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. <laughs> what does I mean, sunlight smell But the thing like? is, like, you can smell the rain, right? Wow. So if there's an absence of rain, maybe that's mm. called smelling sunlight. Wow. I don't know. Wow. Or just like gray skies, clouds. I get like you know when you can you can smell it coming. Yeah. Like not a literal smell, but like yeah. a, a metaphorical smell. Yeah. I don't see the sunlight, but I can smell it. <laughs> <laughs> I feel it in my bones. <laughs> that was a microphone dropping. Let's try not to do that <laughs> People say I feel it in my bones when, when you know, you have to produce proof for something that's 
really more faith-based. Mm-hmm. Now you have to produce proof of something that's not really true. You say, I feel it in my bones. So India doesn't exist in this world yet? Or, I can feel or it's like, uh, like, sort of like feel it in my blood, like it, it's connected to me internally. Oh. I don't know Sizz's ancestry. No, neither do I. But, I mean, maybe SZA has gone, or the speaker is somebody who's not SZA, and they're either from India or they've gone to India, and they just, like, feel connected to India. I can feel the high line. Anybody know what a high line is? Mm, Not off the top of my head. I think I have, like, maybe an idea. Like, I think... Maybe, like, a walkway in a city can be a high line. Mm. Or back to drugs. Right. (laughs) (laughs) It's, in the lyrics, it's one word. But maybe it's two words, high space line. Does that make any more sense than No. <laughs> but it could be a line that's up high or a line that's high on something. What in the world? Or it's Are just we like... talking about a straight line, just like the mathematical concept? Or well, I was thinking see. like a power line. Because <laughs> I know it's a high. <laughs> sure. Well, if we... I mean, the next stand does jump into... The next. ...about spirituality and religion... God, so yeah. maybe if it was high space line, that could be referring to <gasps> oh the horizon line between Earth and Heaven. Yes, or I know, was thinking of the horizon. string theory. What <laughs> the string theory is like? <laughs> I'm not quite sure, but it's like <laughs> that the universe is made of these really small strings or something. And that's how everything's so, connected. So this is one of the strings that's just happens to be up very high. Yes, the highest one. Wow. <laughs> the high line. Um, Catherine, do you want to read the rest of this stanza? Bless me, gods. Bless me, goddess of forbidden love. I am she. I keep one white candle. Maintain purity. <laughs> I feel like with the way you read that, we should do snaps. <laughs> okay. Or we should do what our English teacher would say. What do we do after poetry, <laughs> snaps, golf claps? <laughs> okay. Um, like Mackenzie was saying, things have turned very spiritual. Um, I'm interested in the fact that it's gods, plural. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think, I mean, I can sort of connect India right. to Hinduism, yeah. which yeah. worships lots of gods. Mm-hmm. So, maybe... Okay, so it's summertime, but Susa, or the narrator, is sad. Mm-hmm. But, like, mm-hmm. they can feel India in their bones. So, like, Hinduism, spirituality, mm-hmm. gods, bless me. Mm-hmm. And the goddess of forbidden love I am she. So, I think we can assume that the narrator likes to use she/her pronouns. 
but sure. that's a good assumption. Because of the I am she. Well, regardless, the she refers to goddess of forbidden love. Yeah. So the speaker is saying, I am the goddess of forbidden love. Mm-hmm. Is she asking her fellow gods to bless her as the goddess of forbidden mm. love? Oh, or could is be. She to, like, I think make her the goddess of forbidden love. I remember this from, like... <laughs> wow. <laughs> I think it was, I think it was, like, mm, sophomore year or junior year theology class. Um, and it was, like, in Hinduism, they have this idea that, like, a person on Earth can also be a deity. So it's like, I think the teacher said something like, the difference between Hinduism and Christianity is that we have one Jesus, and they have however many Jesuses or Jesus Mm -hmm. figures that they want. Um, So she's becoming the Jesus of forbidden love. Yeah, I mean, like, God on Earth (laughs) of forbidden love. But, yeah. Interesting. I keep one white candle. Maintain purity, purity. She doesn't say to maintain purity. Yeah, it's like... I think of it as, like, two different parts. And the fact that purity is repeated, it seems sort of like a mantra. Mm -hmm, That's what I was thinking. Also in the song, it's, like, kind of trippy in that part. Yeah. (laughs) Mm -hmm. There's, like, a lot of space in that part of the song. Also, we have to address that purity and forbidden love are a little bit ironic. Yes, yeah. mm-hmm. if we're thinking of purity as, like, chastity. Yeah. Oh, it's true, but also if we're thinking about purity just as, you know, being straightforward. Forbidden mm-hmm. love. And not, not hitting, hi- hiding, <laughs> hiding stuff. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Forbidden love, you know, implies a great deal of secrecy. Mm-hmm. Um, and purity uh, implies kind of the opposite. Yeah, because if you're pure, there wouldn't be secrets. Yes. Yeah. Wow. But there is only one white candle, and if there's only one candle, it can easily be blown out, mm-hmm. which is interesting. Hmm. Also, if she's saying that she wants to maintain purity, if, if it is like a mantra, like purity, purity, like if she's repeating it to herself, maybe it's really hard to find that balance between side and then the purity mm-hmm. side if we're distinguishing them yeah like mm-hmm. we're talking about what is, which is the blessing being a goddess of forbidden love or being pure mm-hmm. and having mm-hmm. one white candle yeah mm-hmm. i think that this one this part is labeled the hook it says um show me the way to your hiding place i think i want to go go there show me the way to your hiding place I think I want to go, 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 go there. Go to church if you're scared. Hmm. I think this, like, when I saw this go to church if you're... Oh, actually it says go to church if you scared, not if you're scared. <laughs> um, yeah. So I think that's just a little slang there. But um, I think this go to church thing is, like sort of playing with the 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 same dynamic of the goddess of forbidden love versus purity 
like the Hinduism versus Christianity thing. Hmm. Maybe. Do people who practice Hinduism go to church? Um, I think they have temples. But, yeah, they do. And they do a lot of church. the worship is in homes, so it's not really a church mm-hmm. as much as a place of worship. Yeah, so who is the you? Show me the way to your hiding place. Well, the hiding place makes me think of this as the, the person of the forbidden love, like connected to forbidden love mm, for the yeah. narrator. I think I want to go go there. (laughs) (laughs) Is the ice moon the hiding place? You know what? Ice implies to me frozen, Mm -hmm. not moving. Mm -hmm. You know? Yeah. And at nighttime, everything's sleeping. Also, thinking of ice moon, I think of like a pale blue light. Yeah. Sort of. And then like a lot of shadows. Yes. And the shadows could be hiding places. Mm. Something I always find so beautiful and so inspiring is just those contemplative moments of pregnant silence. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know why you chose to word it that way, <laughs> but I do know what you mean. Wait, pregnant silence? Yeah, I, I just, I just, I think that was an awesome way to word it. No, I mean, I, like that kind I think, thing. I don't think, I mean, I just every time I hear somebody say a pregnant silence, I just am like, I looked in your eyes and it, it looked like you didn't understand. Yeah, no, I've heard, I've we heard the phrase before, page. but I just. I don't particularly enjoy it, because it (laughs) makes me think about babies. Do you know that babies are our own species? Yeah, I know. (laughs) (laughs) I know that babies are humans. (laughs) I know plenty of people who say they don't like babies. You know what I mean? They don't like children. On one level, I get it. On a theoretical level. Okay. When you start, level. when you really start thinking about it, it seems very weird. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. yeah, I mean that's us. That's that's your species. You know, taking over the world. Yeah, you're I'm just like I don't like it. my species, <laughs> <laughs> the small ones specifically. <laughs> Wait, what? Um. Anyway, oh, pregnant silence. What made you think of that? Um, I just thought of it as two words that people used to describe. You know what I mean? Oh, oh, in, in the song. In relation to the song. Oh, I see. Yeah. Well, when she says, I think I want to go go there to your hiding place. I mean, she's not going. She's specifically not on her way to the hiding place. Mm. And this ice moon. It implies a frozen, mm. a sleeping, mm-hmm. contemplative moment. Yeah. Where you're, you know, in the midst, on the brink of a decision. Mm. You know? And so nothing's going on, but things are definitely going on that are unsaid. Pregnant yeah. silence. That's why I thought of that. And that can relate back to the maintain, like the mantra of Kieran Kearney. So she's, there's yeah. a fine line between yeah, do decisions. Yeah, do what is right for you. Yes. And go to church if you're scared. (laughs) (laughs) This is the message of this song so far. 
All right, move on. Okay. Do you want to read, like, to this sure. part? Okay. One of you? You go ahead. I lay formless, hands tied in my sheets, star signs say I'm rare, chosen by who? Wow. I, 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 I. Can I just <laughs> applaud uh, ourselves? We pretty much got it. From verse one to the hook. What Based do you mean? what this is. She says, okay, first of all, I lay formless hands tied in my sheets. So, like, she's sitting there paralyzed, mm. you know, not a lot's going on, first of all. Mm. Chosen by who? Mm. We're talking about the gods. Yeah. Chosen, chosen as the, the goddess. Powers, like, who's making the decisions here? Mm-hmm. Chosen as the goddess of forbidden love, perhaps? Mm. Or I wonder if we fully trust the narrator. If we, like, think about how it sounds, it's very, like, hmm. ooh, mystical and, like... <laughs> so she is high. I mean, yeah, I, I think we can agree she's very high. Maybe <laughs> maybe I'm not necessarily make... <laughs> saying that, but I'm saying maybe we don't trust her. Maybe that she's just, like, she's making up this whole goddess of forbidden love thing. Um... Because, I mean, it just, I don't know. Like, if she's laying formless in bed with the hands tied to her sheet, like, that doesn't seem like something a god would do, necessarily, you know? You're right. Like, this seems like a very... What does it mean to lay formless? I mean, mm-hmm. gods are, they can yeah. transform. That's true. Mm-hmm. And then, and in a way, you could say they are formless because they don't have one yeah. form. Yeah. But that contradicts. My hands are tied in the sheets. Yeah. A very tangible, like concrete yeah. image. Mm. You're right. It's like how can you have no form but also have hands? Yeah. So um, I think she is high. She is, uh, and she's drunk. Absolutely. Wait, wasted. wait, hold on. Uh, where are you getting drunk from? I don't think these are, are things that she might think drunk? of. Okay, all these contradictory things that of that aren't Okay, but we don't necessarily think about what Sizzle is feeling writing this. We think about more of the character. No, I think the character is I think I think she's I think she's one of the three. I think she's wow. there's something going on. Do you know what side note? You know, maybe don't make this is for the audience. Don't make your life decisions while hired drunk. <laughs> Don't choose that. Maybe house that's the message of the song. <laughs> <laughs> when you're hired drunk. Um, don't choose a serious career path when you're hired drunk. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know. Don't <laughs> <laughs> let being hired drunk convince you that you're the goddess of forbidden love. <laughs> yeah. 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 Don't yeah. take on the responsibility of being a goddess when you're hired drunk. <laughs> also, don't, don't light candles, even if it's just one. It only takes one. Please prevent house fires. Just must, as much as you can. <laughs> Okay. Anyway. Catherine, do you want to read the rest of this stanza? Uh, absolutely. <laughs> Chosen by who? Oh, we, we got that one. We're at, I wonder. I. I. <laughs> no, we got that part. Mackenzie read that. I. I wonder who's watching. 
whose wing I'm under. Sweep me up and I'll go. No questions. Take me, I'll go. Okay. So, so more decisive. Yeah, yeah this is interesting because well, in the hook, it's like she's making this choice that, like, I want to go to this hiding place. But in the the second, in this stanza, it's like, just take me wherever, like, whatever. I'm I'm just going to go. I just need to go. I don't care if it's a hiding place. I don't care mm-hmm. where we're going. You know, we could be going to India. We could be going somewhere else, like, mm-hmm. Highline, whatever. Mm-hmm. I just, yeah. take me wherever. I'll go. Um, yeah. We're going to college very soon. Ooh. Have you guys felt that yet? That idea of... I do know what? I just don't know what I'm doing. Just take... Let time take let's, me where let's just go. take me. Let's just go. Stop thinking about it. Go. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I haven't hit that point. Well, because I haven't had much time to think about college just because I've been so busy, but it's approaching. Wow. Get ready. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's so soon. Um, I definitely have had that yeah. thought and that feeling of, you know what, I don't, there's so much going on that I don't know what's going on. Have you ever seen that meme that's like Kim Kardashian sitting on the bed or like taking a nap and it's like me when I have a million responsibilities and she's just <laughs> chilling with the comforter up and her shades on? Yes. I don't think so, but I understand the feeling. <laughs> <laughs> well, I kind of get that vibe from this song. Yeah. Mm, sweep me up and I'll go. Maybe maybe the narrator is a god, is the goddess of forbidden love, but she's really bad at doing it. Oh. <laughs> oh that's really funny. <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing. I mean, how do you be the goddess of forbidden love? Yeah, it's like, I'm the goddess of forbidden love, but, like, maybe somebody else, like, my parents or whatever is telling me, oh, maintain purity, purity. I'm like, Mm -hmm. what? I can't be the goddess of forbidden love and maintain purity. Yeah, and so she wants to hide from her responsibility. She wants to go to the hiding place, and she wants to get away. Wow. (laughs) <laughs> and then she's like uh. yeah she's she's formless you know because when you're kind of passed out you have like like if you're maybe really she's tired, meditating hinduism meditation oh but i feel like there's more structure in that mm-hmm. yeah but i i feel like if you go into real deep meditation you're like i have transcended oh, mind, my body formless you don't <laughs> Whoa, is she in the midst of a reincarnation <gasps> right now? So she's dying? <laughs> she's already oh dead. God. And now she's taking on a new form. Oh, that's it. Wait a minute, where is she going? Is she she's going, going maybe she she's going to her next body. Wow. Yes. And then the hook is, then it does the hook again. And then it says, um, show me the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 100. <laughs> 100. Oh my god, I've got it. Okay, so you remember what body. we learned about... Yes, exactly. It's yeah. a hundredth body. What? Because in Hinduism, it was... Do you remember when we learned about this, like, sophomore theology? Sophomore, yeah. Where you just jump from body to body, and, like, you're trying to attain 
um, ultimate. Yeah. Whatever, Dharma. Dharma. Was it Dharma? I think. No, not Dharma. Nirvana. Nirvana. Yes. I think Nirvana is the Buddhist word for it, but no. there's like another. It's mm-hmm. like unity like with the supreme. Being yeah, the u- it was like the universe. Like you're yeah. part of. Like you're completely with the universe. Something like that. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and. And so, so this is step one hundred. Yeah. I wonder if she's. This the last step. Well, no, is it the one hundred? I think it's not. I think she's going back to become like an ant or something because she didn't do well being the goddess <laughs> of forbidden love. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, you failed this test. It's time for you to go back yeah. to being a different animal that's not a human. It's not her voice that says one hundred, is it? No, it's no. this. Is this it's weird? It's the universe. Dude. It's the universe. That dude is the universe. That dude is the universe. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Yeah, it sounds about like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And so she's sad because she knows she failed the test. Mm-hmm. And she's and like, she's feeling India. So we can take that more literally. Like she's actually she's like, oh darn it, I can feel India again. Like I can feel the unit. Like I can mm-hmm. feel like tangible things again. So mm-hmm. I passed. I failed my test. I'm and back. So now I'm in, back into the real world. In. And if you think yeah. of like. The metaphoric elements of the season. Summertime is like life. Mm-hmm. It's like not new life, but it's like oh, actual oh, life. Yeah. And oh, then she's, she's fall like is like the dying. So mm-hmm. that's interesting. Um, so this song is about um, a girl who's been incarnated about 99 times. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then, then she's there again and she's the goddess of forbidden love. That's like her last, that's like one of her last stages. Mm-hmm. And she's like, okay, God. I'm almost there. But then she's just like laying formless in bed and then is like, nope, here comes number 100. Because <laughs> you just died and now you're. Yeah, she failed, now you her, got te- reincarnated. She failed her test as um, yes. the goddess of forbidden love. And this God yeah. bless me, bless me, God's bless me part is her saying, like, please don't oh, make yes. me an ant. Yes. <laughs> please yes. don't make me a sewer rat. Yes. Yes. Bring me to be goddess again. I like this stuff. I don't have to do anything. I can just lay formal in the bed. But like, nope. Goodbye. Number one. Go back to an ant and start over again at stage one hundred. Oh, that's terrible! Wow. Mm -hmm. I I would also be sad. Life one hundred. You're on life one hundred, and you become an ant. I mean, can you imagine that? Well, we don't know if she becomes an ant, but I mean, I'm just guessing that she becomes something that's not human. Because, like, in the, in the like, hierarchy that they, that they have, the humans are the closest to. Is there any way you can be a bad ant? Because, I mean, I'm assuming that she can just commit suicide by, like, walking... You know, into oh yeah, you can you can totally humans. be a bad ant if you aren't helping the the colony. Oh, yeah, if you're just like you break away. If you the... just go out and then you just eat the food for yourself instead of bringing it back. If you don't serve the queen. Oh my! What if she's the queen ant? Maybe she is. Is that not a bad life? Maybe that's after. That's a stage after you're a regular ant. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Worker ant and then I mean, is queen a queen ant. ant really like a better life than I am living right now? Let's be honest. What does a queen ant get? Millions of servant ants. She doesn't have to work for her food. 
Well, she constantly has to be in labor. That's true. <laughs> so that part's rough, probably. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay. Do either of you want to talk about flags or knitting? Stop looking at me. I don't know what you're talking about, and I have no qualifications. It is a pregnant silence. (laughs) Um, I can talk about knitting. Um, So I've been working on a blanket since May, and in my last episode I talked about how I thought that maybe my English teacher who commented on it had cursed me because I hadn't been working on it. (laughs) But I have been working on it a little bit. I finally got past the green. I'm on to the red. Senior year, baby. Oh We're God. here. <laughs> right. I just have to finish it in the next less than three weeks. We're we're totally on track with this. Totally. <laughs> um, no worries. Um, flags, flags, flags. Has Elliot talked about the Oregon flag yet? Um, I don't know. I can't keep track of the flags. Do you want to talk about the Oregon flag? Well, I have a fun fact about it. Um, it has two sides, if you've ever seen it. It has two sides to it. One side has the state seal, which is just chock full of uh, meaning. You know, <laughs> symbolism. Stuff. <laughs> um, I think it has a boat. Um a couple leaves or something. Yeah, they got some people. (laughs) This is 1859 on it. And then on the other side of the flag on the back side is simply a beaver. The state animal. What does that say about our state? That our state animal is a beaver? Um, That there were a lot of beavers in Oregon. (laughs) (laughs) We're actually recording this podcast in Washington, though. You can see Oregon out the window, but yeah. we're not in Oregon. What does the state flag of Washington look like? It is green, and it has George Washington on it. And that is all I remember. Isn't it like a silhouette of his head in white or something? Yeah. And it's got, like, I think whatever the slogan is for the state of Washington. <laughs> in a circle around Slogan? Does Oregon have a slogan? Uh, I think so. Yeah, I think all states do. Yeah, it's like a Latin motto yeah, or something. Yeah, yeah, Oh! It's like, I think, I want to say Oregon's is she flies with her own wings. That sounds so familiar. I bet it's right. Yeah, I but bet. I'm also not sure if maybe that's like the Portland Thorns, but I think it is. <laughs> which is the women's soccer team. I think it is the state slope, state motto. Except in Latin. Sick. Okay. Nice. We made good time on this. Okay, so today we got lost in the lyrics of Ice Moon and learned that it is about a lady who is really bad at being the goddess of forbidden love and it's her hundredth time being reincarnated. Um, thank you to, according to AZ Lyrics, Snow Felix, Rose the first and Lucan's Patrick for writing it. And to SZA for singing and performing it. This podcast is edited and produced by Claire and Elliot. The opening and closing music is by Elliot, and I'm usually the one who you interact with on social media. If you have any questions for Claire or Elliot or would like to suggest a song for them to analyze in the future,
and Instagram at littlepod or by email at lostinthelyrics.com Thank you to all of our listeners for your support and enthusiasm. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Pod and that you join us next time to get Lost in the Lyrics. Have a dandy day.